0: Good morning, everybody. Happy Monday. It is your girl, Miracle Sims, and you are listening to God, Sex, and Love. Your daily dose of inspiration, The Juice. It is June the 15th, 2020, and today I want to talk about revival, worship, and spiritual gifts. Um, Let's get into it, y'all. So, the definition of a revival is... I'm actually going to just give you guys the first two definitions because I think those are the ones that kind of uh, go with what we're talking about here. So uh, if you just Googled revival, you will find this. An, imp- uh, an improvement in the condition of strength of something. And then the second definition says an instance of something becoming popular, active, or important again. Uh, and now the next definition is uh, the biblical definition is increased spiritual interest or renewal in the life of a church, congregation, or society with a local, national, or global effect. Revivals are seen as the restoration of the church itself to a vital and fervent relationship with God after a period of moral decline. Friends, friends, friends... (laughs) (laughs) How many of you all um, I I know that again I I said it before But I'm just going to say it again Basically I know that this time Of corona and everything that's been going on this year The whole 2020 right Uh, I know a lot of people look at it As a negative thing Um, A lot of people look at it like Oh we've been in the house Then X, Y, and Z Um i'm just gonna share with y'all what it's been for me because hopefully it encourages you uh and yeah let's just go from there so basically long story short y'all as i told y'all last year was what the way y'all looking at 2020 right now is the way last year was for me so for for me 2020 hasn't been so negative um for me, it's been, it, it was forcing me to, uh, well, one, reevaluate some things. Uh, it's forced me to uh, open my mind up to what God wanted to do with me right now um, and the ways He wanted to do it. Um, so, yeah, for me, it's been a time of renewal and regrouping and, you know, exercising my faith and everything like that and so I you know I guess I'm sorry but I can't necessarily look at 2020 as if it was just this horrible thing thus far you know because um, it hasn't been that for me um so yeah I mean at the end of the day I know that I would say I feel more in position now that I probably have ever felt um in a while, um, and that's just me, that's just my personal testimony, uh, yes, this has a lot to do with it, the podcast, um, but even just being in the position of wanting to hear from God and wanting to be used by God, um, that, I mean, at the end of the day, I think that probably means more than anything I've probably ever done, um, you know, um, it's just, it's like right above, <laughs> it's right above marriage and right above, um, you know, being a mother, uh, for me. And then, you know, the things I've done with my career and things like that. I mean, you know, again, I hope that all, everything I do blesses people. Um, you know, I think it's great that people find joy in the things that I do. Um, so that's, that's great and a beautiful thing as well. But, you know, I don't think, any of those things are probably as important as as uh being in a position <laughs> and doing things like this to um further God's word and and everything like that. So, with that being said, how much do we feel that we need revival in this world today? Um you know, I think those definitions just they they truly hit home with where we are as a nation where we are as the church and um yeah we need to to tap into some of these de- like <laughs> tap into what the definitions are saying here I mean you know having an improvement of the condition of the strength of the church or you know uh perhaps making God popular <laughs> um I think I think I talked about that, um, a little a uh, few episodes back when I was uh, talking about going viral or something like that like yeah you know God Jesus needs to go viral right now you know become popular and active and important again um we see the evidence of reasons why all around us if you don't know some reasons why Jesus need to be uh, uh going popular right now then I mean just watching the news friends um you know, everybody needs Jesus and this, this mercy and this gift, um, that God has given us. So, yeah. So speaking of that, let's get into, I guess, um, talking about this whole revival thing. Now, the interesting thing is when I was reduced, excuse me, reduced, <laughs> introduced <laughs> to, um, the idea of a, of a revival, I, I, it was at a young age um, as I say to you all all the time, my mother is an evangelist and things like that. And so, you know, we will always be in the church and um, in different churches as well. And so, yeah, there would be these times where we would go to revivals and it would be this week long church service where we would go every night and everything like that. And so, um, you know, I would witness people uh, singing and dancing and praising and doing what's called shouting and. Uh, so if you guys down here in the South, you probably know what I'm talking about. Um, I don't know if people do it around. (laughs) I mean, I, am assuming they probably do, but, um, I know it's definitely a thing that's kind of popular down here in the South. Uh, this whole shouting thing as well as speaking in tongues. And so, um, I would say that when I was introduced to these things, I don't think I was necessarily scared or afraid. I think. I think for me, as I observed this as a, as a child, uh, and then as I started to grow up and as a, and c- as I continue to observe it and everything like that, I knew it, it was a serious thing. So for me, and I don't know what I did when I was little, little, so I can't sit here and be like, I never did that, da, da, da. but, um, I know as I was older, I didn't necessarily play around with the whole idea of speaking in tongues and, and, um doing the shout dances and all that stuff. Like I, I, you know, I knew it was a, for whatever reason, for me, I was like, I knew it was a serious thing. And so I didn't play around with it, for example. So, so with that being said, you know, I, when I did have my spiritual encounters with those things, uh, it was, it was special and it was unique and it was interesting, um, to go through and, then and, and look back on so, um, you know, I'll tell you guys about those experiences <laughs> and everything like that. Um, but first, let's go into, um, well, so I came across this uh, article here, and it's it's called What is Permissible in Church Worship? Um, this is on karm.org. And I guess I want to just kind of share this with you all, because I, I just want to let you all know that if you guys ever... Uh, encounter any of this like say if you go to a church and they're doing this or that understand that different churches um, they may worship in different ways um, you know some may worship with you know music and some may not and everything like that so or if you're used to a certain way you know understanding that other people may worship it in different ways so um, you can take a look at if you want to hear like the bible behind what I'm talking about here <laughs> um, take a look at calm.org So it's carm.org. I know I tell you guys about this website all the time, but, um, check out, check out their website and the essay is called what is permissible in church worship. Um, and they break out down each one and where it's representations of it in the Bible and everything like that. I'm just going to read the list of, um, worship that they, um, had on that, on that page. So it says, uh, here's the list bowing down. Clapping, clothing, dancing, lift up your hands, musical instruments, praise, prayer, rejoicing, shouting, silence, singing, speaking, and thanksgiving. All of those are permissible uh, in church worship. Again, you guys can go deeper on your own to really, really... You know, get an understanding of that and where it, where it is biblically and everything like that. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if you're experiencing any of those things, then, you know, don't be afraid, friends. Just just um, allow God to just use you in that moment and, and let him show you whatever he's showing you in that moment. Um, you know, just go ahead and just, you know, embrace it. Because <laughs> um, all of those things are, are just uh, ways to worship God. Uh, yeah, so I guess I could tell y'all a little bit about my testimony. So, I have, I pretty much have experienced just about all of those, I would say. Um, yeah, the only thing that I don't have really, I would probably say, like, musical instruments, I, I mean, I pick at the piano, not really, but you know what I'm saying, like, one finger here, one finger there, uh, (laughs) but, um. Yeah, other than like really, really knowing how to play a musical instrument, I would say all the rest of those I, I have experienced in, in my worship. Um, and I would so the first time that I uh shouted or did one of them dances, as people say, um, I think that was oh goodness, I don't remember the name of the church, but it was after Florida. Um, I had just came back. To Georgia and um I was attending a church um I apologize that I didn't <laughs> I didn't realize I was going to say the name um so I apologize yeah but um I would give them a shout out right now but anyway there was a praise service happening and this thing all I know is I was see that's the thing it's like <laughs> you remember but you don't because uh, it's like an out-of-body experience in a way all I know is that we were singing and praising. Next thing I knew, I was running. And then the next thing I knew, I had grabbed by his hand. And then after that, I think I had danced with him. And that was it. Like, and then I just continued to sing and praise and pray. Um, that's all I remember, friends. I'm Sorry, I don't have any other details about that <laughs> that I could share with you all. But, I mean, I guess I just remember it still being a beautiful experience. And now, that was the first time. Uh, I would say I probably experienced a little bit more, um, since then, but, um, it's, it 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 has been like in my home. It has been in, um, the place that I w- was renting recently with our business. Um, I had a little moment there. Um, so yeah, I mean, it could be anywhere friends, I guess. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, cause you could, you could pray and praise God anywhere, Right. Um, but yeah, so those, those are just like some of the first experiences with that that I had. Um, now, let's talk about this whole speaking in tongues thing, y'all. Let's talk about this speaking in tongues. Y'all probably have heard about it. Uh, those who are Christians, uh, those, if you're not, you, may, you might still have heard about it. I'm not sure. I don't know. So what is speaking in tongues? Well, of course, you can go to karm.org and get a really detailed description and everything of it. Um, but I'm just going to go over the definition right now. And it is a New Testament phenomenon where a person speaks in a language that is unknown to him. This language is either the language of angels or other earthly languages. Um, And that uh, can be found in, that's the definition, and then it's a little piece of uh, one of the Bible verses. And so uh, that Bible verse is 1 Corinthians uh, 13 and 1. And then there's a a really good description of it as well in uh, 1 Corinthians 14. So, uh, here's my definition, uh, my definition, <laughs> here's my testimony about speaking in tongues. Um, how can I say, okay, long story short, y'all, long story short, uh, while I was in Florida, um, I, again, I, I started to build my relationship again with, with Christ down there, a little bit more so in my adult life. And throughout that process, I met a, a gentleman, um, that, we became friends, we became close, and he became somebody that I could like he became like one of the first people or one of the first men that I felt comfortable talking about spiritual things with. And um some of that might have led to attraction cause you know, like I said, I was always on the hunt, always <laughs> listen go look at my story on YouTube. Y'all I can't, I ain't got time to tell y'all all about me and my singleness <laughs> in those single days. So if you're single right now, let, let me just go ahead and lift my hands out to you right now. Cause I, I feel your pain, especially if you don't want to be single. Uh, I feel your pain, but I also encourage you all to just keep on keeping on in Jesus name. amen. Anyway, um, so side note, <laughs> but, um, so as I was talking to him, he kind of was like, expressing to me or he kept asking me about tongues and it kind of got annoying I ain't gonna lie it kind of got annoying because again I'm familiar with it but I didn't really necessarily feel like I don't know how I felt fully at that time but I think I just kind of was like okay it's this thing that happens it hasn't happened to me yet at that time or whatever and I just like "Mm, it's here or there whatever whatever but he just was like so adamant about it and I'm just like oh like why you keep asking me about (laughs) If I'm speaking in tongues. Like, and I guess the thing is, it's this debate. It's, it's it's an ongoing debate about whether or not it's required. Um, and everything like that. And if you, if you look up calm.org, if you look up that article about what is speaking in tongues, they're going to say what, uh, they're going to basically say like about, they're going to kind of mention the whole idea of the debate that, that happens. Um, they don't necessarily take a side on the debate. Um, but they do use the Bible to back up what I guess like the final thought is uh, about or whatever like that. Um, so, um, yeah. So basically, um, he shared with me, uh, a video, uh, but I couldn't necessarily remember the exact video. I don't think I, I don't know if I watched the whole series, but it was with Keith Morton ministry. So, I don't know if anybody's familiar with that, but Keith Moore Ministries, uh, which is a ministry out in Branson, Missouri, right, I think. I know if you look up Branson and Keith Moore Ministries, you, you'll get it. But anyway, um, I'm going to share with you guys later. Uh, well, I'll go ahead and share it now. <laughs> um, so Keith Moore Ministries. So he shared with me a video. It was like, oh, you should check this out. You know, maybe this will help you with the, you know, speaking in tongues, as So all I know is like one day I was in my apartment or whatever, and I'm listening to the videos uh, or video because I can't remember if it was just one or more, but I don't know. Um, So I was listening to it and, you know, I was, I was open, you know, I was like, all right, Lord, you know, I'm open to this thing. Like I'm not, you know Uh, opposed to it or anything like that. I'm like, you know, if you want to give me this gift, and he he over here talking to me about this gift all the time, so obviously you want to give me this gift, you know what I mean? Uh, Me and God have conversations like that, I don't know about y'all. But anyway, and so I just like, if you want to give me this gift, go ahead and give it to me, you know? Um, So all I know is throughout the message, as the gentleman was preaching, he uh, kind of encouraged you to uh, to just open your mouth and go ahead and speak. And at that time, you know, I was still, it was like, all I know is I went from praising in English to then praising in another language. Um, (laughs) so, and then in that moment, it was like, I'm gonna tell you how it felt for me in that moment, it was like this. Probably like this fire within, as people would say. I felt like that within. Um, I felt the what there was this accident. So that was the thing too. Um, now this is just me and my mind, mine, so I don't know what yours gonna be like. But um I was saying that there was like this accent. Um and I would say, okay, so well, how could I say I'm trying to make the long story short for y'all. Um like I said, it, it was It's like, I tried multiple times. It was like, uh, how could I say it? Oh, Lord, help me. Okay, so I'm listening to the gentleman, uh, Keith Moore. I'm listening to Keith Moore, and he's like, just go ahead and just, you know, open up your mouth. Something's going to want to come out, and, you know, or whatever. And just, (laughs) I can't remember everything he said. This was so many years ago. But um, basically saying something along the lines of like, you know, uh, just keep on praising X, Y, and Z. Pretty much, I don't know, y'all. Y'all gotta listen to it for yourself. <laughs> so anyway, um, like I said, all I know what the transition was. I was speaking in English. Oh, I think he, I think he did mention that he's like you're gonna want to keep you wanna want you gonna want to talk like you normally talk, but just keep like don't let that sway you. Just keep trying. Just keep talking. So again, all I know is I was speaking English. Then next day I know boom I was speaking something else so in that moment like I said I was I did feel like a fire within I did feel like um I heard this other accent type of thing come out and then at some point I felt as if I felt as if <laughs> this is gonna be whatever I'm gonna tell y'all what happened I felt as if God was sitting on my couch <laughs> and I was just talking to him about whatever whatever now in some moments, I felt like I knew what I was saying. And then in other moments, I probably didn't, I didn't necessarily have a feeling about like exactly what I was saying, but that was the first one. <laughs> that was the first time. Now, um, I would say that, you know, uh, every now and then, you know, I, as I pray or something like that, you know, uh, if the spirit moves me to say, uh, or just speak in, in the, in, in this tongues or something like that. It just comes out, it just flows uh, as a natural, as a natural thing uh, with my prayer and and praise and everything like that. And again, it's happened, you know, like I said, at my home, it's happened, you know, at church, it's happened, um, different places, you know, or, you know, you might just find yourself praying and then, you know, I don't know, like I said, hey, this all may be deep for some of y'all, y'all probably like, Lord, wait a minute, what is this girl talking about? Well, I'm just saying like, I guess I'm sharing this with you all because I don't want you all to be afraid of these gifts, um, especially if you haven't experienced them before and you just hear people talk about it and stuff like that, or you just see it happening and you're like, what is happening? Like, this is crazy. Um, Yeah, I I, I guess I encourage you all to not be afraid of the gifts and um, that's okay. And it's just a form of worship and um, yeah. Yeah, so let me get... This. So, okay. So, again, God gives us different gifts, friends. Um Let me see. Let me get... Uh, I'll give you guys those verses later. Let me show you guys um, Mark 16 and 17. It says, Jesus said, And those signs shall follow them that believe. In my in my name shall they cast uh, out devils. They shall speak with new tongues they shall take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing it shall not hurt them they shall lay hands on the sick and they shall uh recover so i mean i know that in this day and age you know a lot of people faith may not be there you know <laughs> um, and so it may be uh, weird to see certain things happen in this day and age and some people you know kind of believe as if god don't do these type of signs these days i can't say that, that that's true um in my little humble experience and opinion um you know i think uh, all these things are still active right now the way they probably were in the bible um so yeah and then as for the whole speaking in tongues thing i'm not telling y'all this so y'all can be like oh i'm not trying to put the pressure on y'all like my friend did back in the day (laughs) um because it may or may not be uh necessary in regards to salvation but um i would say that speaking in tongues and all these things that i'm sharing with you all right now it's it's a sign as the word says it is a sign and it's also a wonderful gift um Cause then, cause there are sometimes, I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes in my heart, I don't know necessarily what to say in regards to what to pray. And the next thing I know the you know, when I'm speaking in tongues or when I'm praying in tongues, uh, it's like it covers whatever I'm trying to say. (laughs) And, um, so yeah, I mean, I think it's a beautiful gift. And so friends, with that being said, if it's something that you desire, check this out. um, mm. I had this other Bible verse. Okay, I'm going to read it. It's a little long now. It's a little long. (laughs) But uh, here we go. 1 Corinthians 12, uh, 28 through 31 says, And God hath set some in the church. Oh, you were talking about this yesterday or whatever that day was. Friday, Saturday. (laughs) I don't know my days. (laughs) But anyway. And God hath set some in the church. First apostles, uh, secondarily secondarily (laughs) prophets, and... Uh, let's see thirdly teachers after the after that miracles then gifts of healing helps governments diversities of tongues are all apostles are all prophets are all teachers are all the workers of miracles have all the gifts of healing Uh, do all speak in tongues do all interpret But covet earnestly the best gifts and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. And uh, covet means to yearn, to possess, or have. I think it's a beautiful, like I said, I believe that these gifts are beautiful. um, And if it's something that you desire to have, if you are coveting these gifts, um, I'm a witness that God would give them to you. Uh, You know, when you delight yourself in the Lord, he will give you the desire of your heart. So if you all are ready to go deeper in this area of your life, if you are ready to be part of this revival that's taking place right now. um, Again, I would check out Keith Moore. uh, If you want to, you know, experience the one that I I experienced. Um, He has a whole series. Like when I looked it up, apparently it's a whole series. So I don't know if I watched all the videos or if it was just one of the videos. I don't even know. But it's called The Power of Tongues. Uh, keep more ministries. Uh, yeah, check that out. If you guys want to like a- actually hear the one that I experienced back in the day. Um, but then there's also a, uh, another ministry It's called digital disciples ministry, digital disciple ministries, and it's called how to obey the gospel. Uh, check those out. If you guys are ready to go deeper as well as let me give you guys some of these verses that I didn't read for y'all earlier. Uh, check this out about like the different gifts and stuff like that. 1 Corinthians 12 and uh, 7. So 1 Corinthians 12, 7 through 11 and then 28 through 31 which I did read that to you all. Um, Then also check out 1 Corinthians 13 uh, 1 and 2 and then 13. And yes. Yes, I believe I gave you all the rest of them. So yeah, All right, friends, let's get into it. The Bible verse of today is 2 Thessalonians 3 and 3. It says, but the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Friends, I hope you guys enjoyed this juice this morning. Thank you so much for listening to God's Sex, and Love, your daily dose of inspiration, the juice. I hope you all have a wonderful, wonderful day and go forth. Yes, and have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thank you for listening and bye-bye.